Hello and welcome. You're listening to Show Starters with Adam and Andrew, an upbeat discussion about life and everything that comes with it. Today, we define empowerment. We share ways to find inspiration, discuss the necessity to pay it forward, and the importance to celebrate all achievements. This and more coming up. All right, everybody. Today we're talking about something that is really um, a topic that I love. It's empowerment. Uh, I love it for what it really is, not for what people have made it in a trendy way lately. You know? Yeah. Do you have that uh, that poster in your room oh. with the, the kitten hanging on a branch that says, hang in there? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you remember no. those quote posters that no. were such a big deal like 20 years ago? I will tell you what I do have. The only like, it's not a poster. It's like a, it's from a Xerox machine. If you don't know what that is, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody fax it, facsimile to it, it yeah. to you? <laughs> no, but it's, it's like a, it's like a eight by 11 sheet. Um, and it's, uh, the visual is like a stork or some kind of, an- not a stork, but some kind of animal like with long legs, you know, some kind of bird uh, in a pond or a it's marsh a setting, if you will. <laughs> Let me paint this picture, okay? okay. Don't interrupt me. So, long-legged bird. <laughs> it's a long-legged bird in a marsh setting or something. And there is the back end of a frog sticking out of its beak. So the front end the the birds like it's started to, being consumed. It's being consumed. Oh, very succinct okay. way of saying that. Yeah, it's being consumed. But the frog has its arms out of so its head is in the mouth or uh, the beak of the bird, but its arms are out and its arms are sh- squeezing around the tall neck of this bird. <laughs> and the, the <laughs> caption is "Don't ever give up." <laughs> So it's like, you're not going to eat me. <laughs> it says, croak this bitch. You're right. And you know, you know where I got that from? My maternal grandmother. <laughs> it hangs in my office. Don't ever get up. Even when they're trying to eat you. <laughs> uh, that's they. And that goes so hand true. in hand with a quote from my great uncle, um, my late great uncle, who was a great man, a great Just leader. Don't stop eating. In industry. No. no. Okay. That's my quote. <laughs> eat all you can. Um, no, he used to always say, they're just people, they won't eat you. Um, not true. Unless you ask them to. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard of a thing called a salad? You know, usually we don't get this raunchy until later in the show, so I I apologize to all of our fans who, um, are just tuning in, but, uh, (laughs) what you see is what you get. (laughs) What you hear is what you get, I guess. Wait, is, can they see me right now? Yes, everyone can see you. Wait, <laughs> that's not how this works. What is that's a podcast? That's not how any of this works. <laughs> okay. okay. Bringing it on back to center. So empowerment, one of my favorite topics, the real yeah. the real thing. Um you know, I want to start out by asking you Adam and then of course I'll chime in or interrupt you many many times. What does empowerment mean to you? Uh, no, I don't so, think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Next. Uh. No. Uh, to to me, empowerment. Uh, is synonymous with self confidence. 
self just to keep it simple empowerment is self-confidence um to to do do things to move forward to achieve your goals it's it's self-confidence well to take that a step further it's not just self-confidence in my opinion empowerment is like it is giving yourself the ability to become more self-confident and not relying on external forces you know what i'm saying you have well, it within you. No, sometimes you need that external motivation. Yeah, but that's though, not to help self-empowerment. I guess empowerment could be you could be empowered by another person, but that's fickle. It, self-empowerment really is the key because it's the when sustainable. You be, it's key. the sustainable one when you yeah. believe in yourself and you have a space for yourself within your mind, your emotional world, your spiritual world. You have a space where okay, I'm allowing myself to expand my definition of myself. I'm allowing myself to become stronger, to become more confident. I'm taking responsibility. That, to me, is the true empowerment that I think of when I hear the word, you know? Yeah. Um, yes, I agree. But um, I, 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 it, in order for things to stick, in order for things to, for things to actually... I think have ex, you know extreme value. It's got to be that self empowerment, and because yeah. um, at the end of the day, you know you could work and do a million things for other people, but you're not always going to please them 100. percent You know you gotta you gotta make sure that you're on the right path for you. Right, and then and then you know as you were saying before, like yes, then you can inspire empowerment in other people, or you can attempt to empower others, and others maybe can spark some empowerment in you by their bravery or by doing something, you know, out of the norm that gives you the inspiration to be courageous or to have courage or to, to go for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that probably you and I are very um, motivated individuals. I think that whether um, rightfully founded or not, we both have a a significant amount of self-confidence um, that we, that is aided by external sources, but I think a lot of it's driven from within. Um, so, you know, how does, how does one obtain that? Like how, you know, who or what have been your influencers or your mentors to help shape, you know, that within you? I will say number one, I mean, obviously everything starts from childhood and I had wonderful parents and I still have wonderful parents, but, um, which I know you did too. And I think that's Mm -hmm. a a key component in early empowerment, like as a child or a teenager, not saying that I always was a hundred percent confident because, you know, of course I was made fun of as all kids are and you get teased, picked on, bullied, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Most people do. That's not a new thing. That's not going away. Even though, you know, a lot of schools have no bully zones. There's more attention to it. I think that's great. But kids will always be kids and human nature will always be human nature. And people like to, even as children, ostracize certain ones and include other ones because it makes you feel like it's the them us mentality. It's like we're better than them because of it can be for anything. We're better than them because we're all cute and they're all ugly. We're better than them because we're all moral and we go to church every Sunday and they're all immoral and don't understand. We're better than them because we're smart and they're dumb. They're not good at math. They're getting terrible grades. 
we're better than them because we're jocks and we can, you know, display our physical prowess and we can, you know, play these sports and excel at those. And these people can't. So there's always that division that creates, you know, self-confidence or self-loathing or, or self-doubt. And so I would say that for me growing up, the things that I was good at, my parents encouraged me toward for the most part for the things that I was not good at for the most part, they let me know and explain to me that's just because some people are good at some things and some are at others. And I think that's critical for kids, but a lot of kids don't get that. Yeah, you know, and especially nowadays with uh, the shift and uh, of mentality and everybody will make fun and poke fun of the generations coming through that it's, sure. it's a participation award for everything. And I, like you, have to attribute much of my confidence and my, uh, you know, my pathway and in, in, in inner courage to my upbringing. So my parents, my siblings, the things that we were involved in as kids, whether that was 4-H or FFA, um, you know, those youth leadership groups were not only things to keep us busy to uh, branch out our social skills, but it helped give us, you know, responsibility, dedication, um, and really start to shape who we were as individuals. And then you add that to being uh, from a large family where, you know, you talk about bullying. <laughs> Try growing up with, uh, you know, eight siblings. Oh, I can't imagine. Um, <laughs> where your your bullies are in-house, but yet your biggest fans are also there next to you, That's too. right. That's right. Um, so you had somebody that, that would poke fun of you, but that was the first to defend you. So... A lot of that helped shape me who I am today. And, um, you know, it's, again, whether unfounded or not, um, that foundation was essential for who I am today. And, you know, I, I may stumble and trip and do things, you know, now, but for the most part, my confidence is unshaken. And, you know, because I've kind of developed my mentality that my life is for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 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 living my life the best that I can to continue to help others. But, um, you know, I only have solid control over my own actions mm-hmm. and, you know, my thoughts and words. And so I, I'm just that's that sometimes I live in that bubble and it's like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to keep doing what I need to do. And, you know, OK, but on so, that on that note. So if somebody didn't grow up with good parents, because. There are some parents, and I'm not saying they're not good, but yeah, I guess I am saying that. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that. There are some really bad parents out there. There are. I see them all the time. And, you know, you don't say anything because it's not your business or not your place or whatever. But I look at some of the people I see having kids and I'm thinking, wow, these are the ones that are reproducing and having kids. And people yeah. like me are not. You know what I'm saying? Like, what a mess. Yeah. Because well, and some so, of these people don't know how to be good parents and their their poor children are growing up without an emotional support, without financial support, without, you know, not that yeah. they don't have a chance in the world because they do and everyone grows up eventually and then they're responsible for themselves. But for, for those kids or those adults that didn't grow up with that support, which there are so many, you know, a lot of people are walking around wounded. Um, yeah. You know, how do they get that sense of, self-confidence, and then develop that way to empower themselves throughout their life. Yeah, I'm going to answer um, on the, the reverse of that. So I, you and I, like I said, we I think we inherently have that inner c- and confidence and empowerment. So 
for those individuals that fall in that bucket, it is their absolute responsibility to not necessarily look out for themselves, but look out for those people that don't fall in that bucket. So that means you are... You, I mean, you seek out, but you don't seek out those individuals. So I volunteer for a youth leadership uh, program in, back in Southwest Michigan. I live in Chicago, but I make the journey several times throughout the year to be part of this organization that works with high school kids. And um, it, that is my opportunity to try to contribute back to help others gain that confidence that I know that I uh, receive. So I wanted to, you know, go into a little bit of that and, um, you know, help help those people out as best I can. And so that's one way that I'm able to do that. Um, and that's one thing that we should be doing is getting involved with those types of organizations um, that allows us to do that. I On agree. the flip side, um, you know, and, and whether it's our social interactions, uh, you, sometimes you just got to get out of your comfort zone. Um, you know, if you're an individual that... Um, is is not that inherently confident person. Sometimes you just got to challenge yourself and that can be the hardest thing to do. But stepping outside of your comfort zone or if your inner passion is to take an art class, may, maybe you go with friends to like a wine and paint night is your introduction to say, okay, this is like a fun neutral space that I can uh, have fun, but you know, be a little serious about my art. So it's just, it's a mixed bag. Yeah, those are those are great things, and, and I agree with you that those of us who are in that realm of already confident, there is a responsibility to sort of bring others into the fold when we see them. Yeah. But you can't make a decision for another person. They have to want it, and they have to do it themselves. So if you're somebody, let's say that I'm someone who wasn't raised with that confidence, my advice to me at that point would be to start studying confidence, to start reading the, you know, self-help, whatever, any of those kind of books and find what resonates with me, find what, you know, connects with my, my spirit or my personality and start to figure out, hmm, what is it that I need to learn to become more self-confident? Do I need to learn to not be so self-critical? You know, a lot of people have that self-critic in their yeah. head. I think we all do, actually. That it's always like, you're not good enough. You're not doing it right. You could be better. You're not cute enough. You're not tall enough. You're not short enough. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, to stop being self-critical. And how do you learn how to do that? Well, there are guided, you know, thoughts, blocks of thought that help you to ease into those kind of things. A thought is something that you can control. Yeah, I yes, I agree with that. Uh, but I also think too that, uh, you know, I, I so the example I'll give you is in working in this youth leadership organization that I'm a part of. I've seen young individuals come through that, um, you know, at the beginning of the process, start to show signs that they're not interested. Mm -hmm. Whether it's because they don't think it's a cool thing to do, or they're, you know, it's they were forced to do this and they're just going through the motions. It's it's our role and responsibility to not just give up on that person. And say, okay, you know what? I tried. I, you know, I'm I'm done. Right. We have to continue to try to energize and and empower those folks because 
in this example, we had one individual that at the beginning just was like, no, I'm too cool for school. This is not for me. Um, and we didn't push directly. We pushed indirectly to show how much fun and how beneficial this program would be. And by osmosis, this individual came around to the ver- at the very end of the process and said, thank you so much for not giving up on me um, when I didn't want to be a part of this. And I learned a lot. I had a lot of fun. And my only wish is that I had, you know, I changed my mind about this very early on so that I could have gotten more out of it during the process. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, 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 it's our responsibility to, to not give up some, and it can be hard sometimes just to say, oh, gosh, you know, this is too much work, especially if it's a volunteer thing. It's like, I, 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 just, I don't have the patience for this. It's like we have to realize others don't have that benefit that we do or others didn't get that upbringing that we did. And right. so we got to be mindful of that. And continue to help others out where we can when it's appropriate. Right. Well, okay. So another, another example, and I love that by the way, another example is um, I read to first grade classes every week. And one of the little kids in one of the classes says to me last year before Christmas, it says, everyone excited about Christmas, you know, Christmas break and all that stuff and Santa. And he says, no, I don't get anything for Christmas. And he was being serious. And this is like a six-year-old, you know what I'm saying? And I said, you don't get anything for Christmas? He goes, no. And I thought, okay, this is a moment where you can either brush it aside and just move right on down the road or let's engage a little bit. Because obviously that's a place of powerlessness. He's feeling like a victim. He's feeling like, poor me. I don't. All these kids are talking about what they do for Christmas, what they get. I'm guessing this little kid, this little boy doesn't have the best home life or family life. Um, or just financial situation for the family. Or just financial, yeah. you know, but people were talking about how they, you know, bake cookies with their grandparents or they, you know, do this. And I'm like, well, you know, you, you're all together. That's what's important is family. He's like, no, yeah. we don't do anything. I'm like, all right. And you could tell his whole demeanor changed. And so I said, okay, well, you said you don't get anything for Christmas. That's not true because your teacher gave everyone a gift this morning because the teacher had told me that she gave everyone Mm -hmm. a little gift. And his whole face changed. He said, that's right. She did give me something. I'm like, exactly. I said, and I have a surprise for all of you next week. You know, and so it's like, oh, okay, all of a sudden. And then we talked a little bit and I said, And even if you don't get something, think about this. You can give something. And his face kind of twisted and you could see his eyebrows moving. And he said, well, what do you mean? And I said, you can give something to other people. And he's like, I don't have anything to give. I said, that's not true. You have your smile. Yeah. You can give a kind word. You can uh, color someone a picture. You can draw a picture at school and give it to somebody at home or whatever. And it totally changed his mindset. Now, this is dealing with children. So, of course, they're they're innocent and more easily easy to, you know, sure. manipulate their mind. Whereas with adults, like, nah, I've tried it for 40 years. Uh, right. I'm a victim. Like, you know, right. people hate me. Right. It's like, no, right. you have to change your mindset. So, anyways... 
No, that's I, so you brought up. Um, I, that's another great example, and you, you brought up a couple of interesting points that um, you know I wanted to touch base on. I want to be very clear here. You know, though we are self confident people, we have this empowerment, and we're very optimistic folks. I. I don't 100% of the time see the world in rose-colored glasses. You know, I I realize that it's not all, you know, sunshines and rainbows. And there are awful situations that people go through. And there are some circumstances that are just completely out of individuals' control. I recognize that. Um, one of the things that you mentioned, Andrew, I would think a couple episodes back now at this point, was, you know, we could all, and I'm paraphrasing, but... Um, we can all be in a similar situation, but the result is what you do with it. So it's, you know, we could all be in a very negative situation, but the outcome is what you make it, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of the circumstances. So you just, you have to be an optimist sometimes and you have to look for the positives in things that you do. Um, you know, the example that you that you use with the, you know, the child of saying, no, you did get a, a gift this morning. And sometimes you just got to remember and remind people that there are positive things that happens, no matter how great or small. Uh, you know, when I was working on my graduate degree, we had a guest speaker that came in um, that was, and we were talking about, you know, human resource type things and how to manage others and, or how to, you know, support others as a leader. And one of the things was about just taking a pause for gratitude and, um, you know, and encouraging journaling. So every day in the morning, one of the first things you'd do is you'd get up and you'd write down three or po- three or four positive things. And that just helps, you know, foster a mindset and culture of positivity. So um, and then he took this exercise and he, he shared how they adapted it to staff at an office and said, Every day, I want you to write down three positive things that happened to you or that you're looking forward to today, you know, and then we'll share them, uh, you know, at the next meeting or so what or something like that. And um, people, because that was their assignment to look for the positive things, the culture of the office changed because people were looking for more of the positive things in life versus I love dwelling it. on the negative things. And I so, love it. Those can be hard culture changes and those can be really difficult things to make improvement on but if you can put in the pro you know put in the work and just celebrate that's the other thing is i don't think we celebrate enough when we do have successes well i do um because it's just expected (laughs) yes we know you do and that's okay (laughs) um but it's you know when you have a, a positive thing happen or you've you've accomplished something great no matter how great or small celebrate because those can be so few and far between opportunities. So take time to recognize the work that you've put in. Yeah. It's all cyclical. Life is cyclical, you know, sow and reap and, and you know, you achieve something, you celebrate, and then you look forward to the next goal. What's the next goal. And then you work and you strive and you feel, ah, I can't do this. And then you empower yourself and you get encouragement from other people and then you achieve it. You know, it's, it's, it's a cycle. So one thing that my dad always says and this really helps me, is if things are going really well right now, just prepare yourself not to be a cloud of doom, but prepare yourself. Something may happen soon. You know, you're on top. What goes up must come down. If things are terrible and you're in despair, get excited because life goes in circles. And so if you're down at the bottom, 
rock bottom may be the foundation, the firm foundation that you build your future on. You know, things are going to swing up soon, but you have to be the agent of change. You have to be the one that's willing to do the the actions and think the thoughts that are going to get you on top again. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, and, um, and I've heard this more than once. And the circle gets smaller time and time again. So what what was low, low down there, you're not really yeah. necessarily going to be down there again, but you're going to go around and then you're going to be, it's like a circle that keeps getting smaller and smaller on the bottom, but keeps getting higher and higher on the top. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Like a spiral. Like like a balloon, you know. I wish I was better at geometry. Oblong. I would have a term for this, but it's like a spiral. <laughs> Picture that. I know what you're saying, but yeah, you know, it's 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 that Ferris wheel, you know, um, type of of situation where, you know, you're gonna you're gonna go through it, but you're still on the ride. Like keep going, right? You know, it's still gonna move forward. Right. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that. So it seems like a lot of what we're talking about really is in the mind. Of course, it's all about motivation when it comes uh, to whether empowerment. it be internal or external with empowerment, you know, and there are several motivators for some of us. It's career advancement. Some of us, it's education, you know, getting that next degree. Some of us, it's coins, getting that Monday, um, you know, there or the home or the kids. There's just so many different things. Um, and so it's it's situational. I think sometimes your empowerment is situational. But once you again, once you achieve something or you accomplish something, celebrate that success and build off that momentum. Yeah, and I will say, you know, all that external motivation or whatever, that's great. Those are fine motivators, but it does all start with the self. Like, you have to be in a good relationship with yourself. Like, it sounds corny, but it's it's so true. I know it to be true. I wouldn't say it if I didn't know it. I, I, for sustainability, I agree. For with sustainability, you. yes, um, yes, it, yeah. Yes, but sometimes yes. it does take that external force to shake you and say, "You can do this. This is what it's going to take from you to get there. I will help you get there, but you have to turn the key and you have to be in the driver's seat. I will be a passenger helping guide you, but this is something that you have to accomplish." Yeah, that's true. It's very true. <laughs> um so we were talking a little earlier about you know we jokingly talked about the motivational posters with the hang in there kitty um or my but, or uh, my crane or stork choke your frog. A frog choking a stork <laughs> or crane i love that one i'm gonna take a picture of it i'll post it on our facebook page don't croak <laughs> so, <laughs> it says something like don't give up or never give up i just love riveted it. riveted for your pleasure uh, well <laughs> that's a different poster in a different building <laughs> We all need our sources of motivation. <laughs> okay, get saying. it together. <laughs> um, but one of the favorite quote fav- fav- favorite quotes uh, that I love for many different things. It's it's cheesy. It's so cheesy, but it sometimes you need those cheesy things just to keep you going and to make you give you give you those warm and fuzzies. But uh, is be the change you want to see in the world. And I love this for different different reasons, but. All too often, especially today in today's society, is we are so negative. We focus on the negative of what's not going right in our life or other influencers that have a negative impact on our life, and we're so quick and easy to bitch and moan about what it is. But how often are we part of the solution? So if there's something that's bothering you, be part of the change. If there's something that um, you know is causing you stress, 
do something to change it. We've got to we've got to put some things into motion. Otherwise, we're going to be on that same merry-go-round, going around and around and around and around. You know, we need to change things up. So, I, like I, that. I love that quote for many yeah, reasons. It's a progressive idea. It's like be the change you want to see. Well, yeah. Instead of my dad always said like about like employees and stuff like don't bring me a problem without a potential solution or yeah. two options of a solution. Or he would say, you don't have to come to me for every little thing. Tell me what you did, not what's wrong. Or tell me what you want to do, not what's wrong. You know, like tell me the problem, but then give me the solution or tell me how you solved it. And I love that. That that goes for so many different aspects of life, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Like be the change, so, identify the problem, but identify a solution too and, and how you can be part of that solution. Yeah. I mean, because it's like, again, it kind of goes back to the, the culture of positivity. Yes, things may not be going 100% correct or accurate or right, but um, tell me what we need to do to fix it together. Right. Yeah. Um, what's, do you have a favorite quote that you often reflect upon or reference? Oh, I don't know. I mean... I mentioned a couple of them earlier, like my my, my glass is empty. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where's that Jamaican woman who feeds me? <laughs> um, some of these uh, quotes that I mentioned earlier, like from my my great uncle, you know, people are just people; they're not going to eat you. Yeah, that's a great thing to keep in mind. Um, another favorite quote. Uh, that okay. This is a good one for people that are in sales or anything. Um, I'm going to give you two two good quotes. One Ooh, is from my double whammy. One is from my my late great aunt, who was a wonderful woman, one of my favorite people in my life. She said, "Precious," she was from the South. She'd say, "Precious, if you smile, they'll smile." I never forget. She taught me that when I was a kid. That's a great one. And I never she forgot. Said, you is kind. No. You is smart. No. <laughs> you is important. No, but, but when I was a kid, she taught me. And, and it was basically saying, like, don't wait for other people yeah. to reach out their hand and shake your hand. You be the one that goes up and shakes people's hand and includes people. And don't be the one at the party or the event or the dinner or whatever that stands around and waits to be included. Go up. Show up introduce yourself, smile, ask questions because people love to be asked about themselves and make people feel special. But it has to come from a genuine place. So if you smile, they'll smile. And if they don't, then you move right on to the next one. But the majority of the time, if you smile at somebody, they'll smile. If you say hello to someone, they'll usually say hello. And that's great for business, for personal relationships, friendships, dating, everything. Yep. Um, so that um, that actual that activity is what landed me a husband, believe it or not. Oh, so um, my friend Eva and I, um, sophomore year, we were in biology class, and of course we were these bubbly, energetic people. And I had just met her. Literally, she was sitting in front of me, and I said, "Shit, I didn't bring a notebook." She turns around and goes, "I have an extra one." I'm like, "Oh." Oh, thank Love you. It. So it just kind of started. And then the professor gets up and says, welcome to class. Here's the syllabi. Please introduce yourself to your peers. We're the dumb assholes who get up out of our chairs. We're walking around the entire auditorium yes. like we're freaking politicians. Right. And waving you and own smiling. that room, honey. You're the host and hostess. <laughs> welcome. Right. 
And of course, she's looking at us like two minutes later, like, okay, you can get back to your Sit seats down. now. <laughs> uh, right. And and we have become friends. Obviously, we became friends immediately after that point. But, um, you know, uh, my husband will also often reference that that was the moment I knew that there was something in you that I, I wanted to be a part of. Yes. And so it's just funny. It's like those little actions um have a big impact so, so i agree smile first like if you smile be, they'll smile yeah, yeah yeah i love that i love it okay so piggybacking on that um this is a famous quote from mary Kay ash who's the founder of mary Kay cosmetics oh i thought you were gonna say mary kate and ashley <laughs> <laughs> this is not a basic quote okay when i say basic i mean big sunglasses pumpkin spice latte we get it. Go on, Mary. A Kay. knockoff coach bag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like basic. Anyways, um, no, Mary Kay Ash from Mary Kay Cosmetics, the founder. She said, um, pretend that everyone that you meet has a sign hanging around their neck that says, make me feel important. Not only will mm. you do well in sales, you'll do well in life. And I never forgot that after I read that quote. I thought, wow, she is right. If you pretend that everyone that you come across, I don't care if it is the person who is parking your car, if it is the custodian at the school that your kids go to, if it is your own child, if it is the CEO of your company, or if it's Oprah Winfrey, if everyone you meet, you pretend, or whether you like them or not, by the way, yep. even if they're a douchebag, I mean, you come across those people that you're just like, Ugh, you're not my kind of person. It doesn't matter. Even those people, if you pretend they have a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important, and that's your task, yeah, you will win people over and you will feel better about yourself because you won't get involved in bitching, moaning, complaining, talking bad about people, gossiping, et cetera, et cetera. You will just be focused on trying to make people feel good and you'll feel good in the meantime and they'll like you and you'll win at life. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a funny situation. I used to, uh, back when I lived in Michigan, I used to work at uh, Dairy Queen and I was an assistant manager there for okay. a long time. Can I get it, a, a peanut butter parfait, please? <laughs> those are delicious and so freaking easy to make. I'll I know. And I will tell you what I loved. What I always, Sorry, side note, because you just got me thinking about ice cream. <laughs> what I loved at Dairy Queen is um, I would always get a hot fudge sundae with Spanish peanuts. That's that's. That's a peanut butter but parfait. But smaller. Because I don't need all those yeah. calories. Well, with peanut, a peanut butter parfait was like four layers of it. I'm like, ooh, girl, Chad. No. no. I don't want to be big. I Well, I just I ate my face off when I worked there. I'm surprised I gained a million pounds. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I was an assistant manager, and I was uh, helping a customer that had come through the drive-thru, and she'd come in and was dissatisfied with the outcome of her order. And I was working with her to help her with her issue. And, you know, I tried to reiterate with her the item on our menu was, you know, was actually correct. And she felt differently because it didn't match the picture. And I was trying to be supportive and helpful and offer her solutions, which she didn't appreciate or like. And she goes, I want to talk to the manager. And I was the manager on duty. It was kind of one of those moments that I wanted to walk away and come right back you and put say, your wig on. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Adam. I'm the manager. Yeah. But I couldn't. I'm like, uh, if this were my store, best believe I probably would handle it differently. But it's one of those that you're just like, you know, I'm, I, I, you know, again, my name is Adam. I, I should have introduced myself. I am the manager. And I'm sorry I'm not able to come up with an outcome that you were hoping for, but this is what I can do for you. And so it's just one of those moments, to your point, 
be careful of those around you and, and, and embrace those around you because you never know who that person is. You, you can't assume. Are you saying she should have been careful of you because you was the manager? That's exactly right. Like, oh, if had I she approached you, no, 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 no. Had she approached me differently, maybe I would have flexed a little more. But why didn't you just no, give her her money back? It like was probably like two dollars. I did give her her money back, but I said, "Why was she mad?" You can bring in that box of food then too. And no, like, get out of here! Oh, all right. I was so okay. pissed. Like so she, she ordered. Being... The, wait, wait, hold on. Are we gonna break this all the way down? Because I need. <laughs> we to are know. totally diverging. No, I don't whatever. care. I don't care. So. <laughs> She this, had ordered well, no, the let me, shrimp let me, basket. Let me say what I understand. Okay. All this right, woman all right, all right. pulls up to the drive-thru. She orders something. What she order? She ordered the shrimp basket. I knew you would know. All these years later, you of still course. remember that? Yes. Okay. She ordered a shrimp basket. Who orders shrimp mm-hmm. from Dairy Queen? But anyways, um, <laughs> she gets up to the window. She gets her no, shrimps. She- she she got her stuff at the window. She didn't check it. Uh-huh. Looped around, checked it, was unhappy with the contents because on the picture it showed coleslaw and we didn't we didn't carry coleslaw. We offered a piece of toast with gravy instead. I would rather have toast and gravy. That Dairy King gravy is fire. That white gravy? I I, I yes, Look, I agree I with you. I still sometimes get cravings for that and we'll swing by a Dairy Queen and get some she, french fries and gravy. She was not having it. She's stupid. She was not having it and she said this comes with coleslaw. That's okay. I want my coleslaw. Then you should have snatched that sign that said make me feel important <laughs> off of her damn neck because she's stupid. <laughs> Who wants said, coleslaw sorry, instead man, of we don't toast offer and gravy? Coleslaw. And this is in the Midwest? Yeah. And I said, you know, th- th- as a substitute, this is what we Ooh, offer. And she's liar. like, well, then I want a salad as well. And it's like, sal- well, that's a dollar. That's a dollar fifty upcharge. Yeah. I'm like, Girl, I can go to Whole can, Foods. Offer that to you, but it's another. It's an extra charge, and she goes, "You're I'm telling mad. me you're gonna ca- charge me more." I said, "Unfortunately, you know that's the, you know that's what I can do, or I can refund you." And and she just was being so pissed, and she goes, "Then I want a refund." I said, "I would be happy to do that if you'd like to bring in the food. Then we can, I can give you a refund." <laughs> I was I was polite, but I'm like, "No, I I deal with your bullshit today." Yeah, sometimes you have to just lay down the law, honey. And I did so politely. I didn't give her any reason to right. write you a to nasty review. Ass, I'm, or, I'm, yeah. I'm still mad about this. Because I had this. staff watching me. I had staff that reported me that were watching my example. Mm-hmm, so I had to mm-hmm. be careful and cautious with my actions. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm still, lead by, I'm still lead mad. Lead by example. I'm still mad she be, wanted coleslaw and salad. <laughs> be the change you want to see in the world, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Girl. Why are you trying to... Oh, don't... I'm, t- yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Wait. I didn't know Dairy Queen offered salads. Yes. My world is yes. rocked. Yes, we have salad. What kind we, of salad? I say it like we're st- I'm still part of it. Right, you better own oh, some stock and DQ. I ate it all. <laughs> um, <laughs> they had side salads, which is just like, you know, regular lettuce with like carrot, tomato. That's about it. She wanted uh, that over toast and gravy? Yes, because we didn't offer the coleslaw. What's her name? So, I don't know. Uh, but that was some good food. I could get down on some Dairy Queen. Now, I live for mm. a chicken strip basket mm. from Dairy Queen. I'll mm. tell you that much. I loved it. Two pieces of mm. toast. The chili well, cheese I, I dogs. The oh. what? Chili cheese dogs. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't get oh, that nasty. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. Well, we've digressed entirely and totally have cranked off. Uh, <laughs> I'm hungry. Topic now I am starving. You've been starving for all kinds of things, and now it's just food. But it is what it is. Anyways. 
Anyways, what are we right. talking so, about tonight? <laughs> empowerment. So I am telling you, go drive over to the DQ, get you that hot dog. I'm about to. Get you a chicken tender with some gravy. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> Did you know that their gravy is simply just powder and water? Spoiled it for you, but that's it. Powder and water. I don't believe it. I, I worked there for 10 years. Stop talking. It's powder and water. I will shut this podcast down. And I didn't sign a disclaimer that says I wouldn't share the trade secrets, so I'm sorry, IDQ. <laughs> you can't come after me. <laughs> anyway, we've totally digressed entirely, um, but I think we've talked a lot about some good empowerment things. Hopefully, you found some value in what we've talked about and how to empower others. If you're one of those individuals, it just comes naturally to, like us, or if you're one of the people that have to work a little harder to obtain it. Um, you know, we're, that's okay too. So just keep on keeping on. Um, what was the frog poster? What was the quote at the bottom of that thing? Never give up. Never give up. <laughs> While you're squeezing somebody's neck that's trying to eat you. <laughs> Don't let them eat you. They're just people. They want not um, Or do, but in the right situations. So... Uh, with that, uh, remember to head on over to our iTunes if you're already there. Please subscribe and rate us. Um, or you can navigate to our Facebook page, which is Show Starters Podcast. Um, give us a like there. Subscribe. Make sure that you uh, don't miss any future episodes. Um, and you know what? Just so to know that you're, you're listening, drop on over to our Facebook page and drop us your favorite quote or a picture of a pelican eating a frog i don't know i don't think it was a pelican is. pelicans don't Whatever have long legs do they <laughs> this thing no. has like long um, ass legs flamingo uh no you know what just give us the bird that's all I'm saying. well but, but but can i can i say something too while you're yeah. talking about all this stuff like guys listen we appreciate you listening and we hope that um you enjoy our podcast but that's my little pitch, and we try not to take up too much time doing this, but we don't have advertisers or anything. So if you do enjoy the podcast and, and get some kind of value out of it, please like and subscribe and rate the podcast. Leave a review, a positive one. If you don't like it, just move on down the road. But if you like it, leave a positive review. That's right. Because <laughs> that does right. help us. It helps our rating on iTunes and um, you know, on the social media side of things on Facebook and Instagram, Show Starters Podcast. It does help us to have more engagement, more followers. And also when you do that and you drop us a line of topics that you want to hear, it helps us to be more engaged with you and with things that you want to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, in the near future, we'll have some exciting things that will uh, involve our listeners a little more uh, intimately, whether they be some giveaways potentially or some surveys or things like that. So uh, we got some things cooking that uh, will be coming in the near future. And so stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. So make sure that you subscribe and like our page for future stuff to come. And with that, we will talk to you next week. 